0: Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to Hope Church. We are glad that you are here today. If you're visiting for the first time today, we want you to know that we are glad that you are here today. We'd love for you to go to hopewintergarden.com and click on I'm new and flood a Connect card. Hey, um, last week was an incredible week. We wanna celebrate Easter. Easter last week was our greatest Easter that we've ever had, our largest attendance, and we are so excited. We are celebrating that. Hey, last week we asked you to do one thing. We asked you to... We asked you to share the service. That's all we asked you to do was to share the service. And what we committed to doing was for every share that we had come in, we were going to give away a meal to to someone who's struggling with homelessness in our city. So last week, we were able to give away and to purchase over 200 meals for people in our city who are struggling uh, with homelessness and structurally challenged with our partners at Matthew's Hope. So I want to thank you for that. Hey, I want to also let you know that this week, I believe that God wants us to give away 2,000 meals through our partnership with Second Harvest Food Bank. So last week we gave away 200 meals and this week we're gonna give away 2,000 meals. We would not be able to do that if it wasn't for your generosity. So we wanna thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of all that God is doing here at this church. Thank you for your generosity. Uh, One of the cool things that happened last week is that we got a message from a 20-year-old girl. She recommitted her life to Christ, and we are celebrating with her. We're celebrating with you. Some of you recommitted your life to Christ, and that is so amazing. We had a message from another one of our friends, her little boy, elementary student. He gave his life to Christ last week in our elementary service. And so, man, we are celebrating for all of you that gave your life to Christ last week, or you took another step towards knowing God and finding freedom, discovering your purpose, and making a difference. And and we're celebrating that with you today. And so we're so excited about that today. And um, none of that would be able to happen if it wasn't for our team we're so thankful for our team who's put a lot of work, effort, energy into um, what we're doing here um, in our church in this new season, this new normal, if you will. I want to thank uh, Diana and, and, um, and Chase and Michelle and Maggie. They're doing an incredible job and able leading our, our worship. And so we're so thankful for our team. Easter is why we do what we do. Easter is why... We do what we do, and so we're just thankful that God came, he died on the cross for our sins, and that he rose again, and we celebrate that today. If you committed your life to Christ last week, we're celebrating that with you. We believe your best days are ahead, and we are with you. Hey, um, three weeks ago, we started a brand-new series called Jesus is King. Jesus is King. We got that out of the Scripture. The Bible tells us in John chapter 18, verse 37, Pilate said this, so you are a king. He's talking to Jesus. And Jesus responded, you say I am a king. Actually, I was born and I came in the world to testify, to, I came to testify the truth. All who love the truth recognize what I say is true. And so Jesus comes on the scene and they're saying, hey, so you say that I'm a king? He goes, you said that. And we believe that Jesus is a king. So week one of our series, we looked, like the, we looked at the unlikely arrival of, of a king. I mean, Jesus came in on a donkey. Everybody was surprised and shocked. We looked at the unlikely arrival of a king. That was week one. Week two, we looked at the weight that Jesus had to carry. Jesus carried a heavy weight last week on that cross for your sins and for my sins. We're so thankful for that. Jesus carried a large weight. And today we want to talk about one of the responsibilities of a king. We want to look at the responsibilities of a king. And one of the responsibilities of a king is to show you and to show me the way. To show you and to show me the way. Our, we believe that our God, King Jesus, we believe that he is a way maker. Let's be honest Dave. You need some help finding the way. How many of you guys have ever grabbed your phone and said, Siri, show me the way. Like you, you need Siri to tell you how to get where you're going. Or maybe you don't use Siri. Maybe you use Waze or you use GPS, a global positioning satellite. You need some help. Finding the way, or maybe you've gone on the computer in this season and you typed in WebMD and you try to diagnose your symptoms. That's a bad idea right now. Like I wouldn't recommend anyone going to WebMD and trying to find out. You you look to WebMD for the for a way, or maybe you go to some of you guys. You go to Instagram for the way. Like whatever Instagram is telling you to do, and and that's the way. Or maybe it's your news, or maybe it's Facebook, or or maybe it's Pinterest, or maybe it's it's TikTok. I had a friend tell me the other day, you need Pastor Wes. You need a TikTok. And I, I just told, like, I'm at the age in life where I don't I don't need a TikTok. You don't you don't want me on a TikTok. You don't want to see me. You don't want to see me dancing on TikTok and I don't need that. Or maybe you go to Snapchat or, or maybe you go to Uber or maybe you go to you go to me to find the way. Like you, you need help finding the way. Now, all of those things there, I could, I could diagnose a problem with all of those all of those ways. For example, a GPS is only good what? If your phone is fully charged, if your phone doesn't have battery, then it's not going to help you. Or or WebMD, I just want to let you know, like, that that could fail you. I know a lot of people, they've diagnosed themselves incorrectly. Or maybe if you go to Instagram, Instagram can fail you. You know, have you ever gone to do a picture on Instagram and and you put the wrong filter? Or you got your phone going the wrong way? Or maybe Pinterest. Some of you guys right now, you're Googling Pinterest, and you're doing some do-it-yourself projects at home, and they're not turning out that good. Let's be honest, and you're going to invite some friends to come over, and they're going to, and whenever the quarantine is over, and they're going to walk into your house, they're going, to, they're going to look at what you've done, and you're going to think it looks good, and they're going to say, what happened? You tried to make that on your own, didn't you? You tried to make that coffee table on your own, that dining room table on your own. It can fail you, and TikTok can, it, it can fail you, or Snapchat, if you get the wrong filter, it can fail you, and Uber, maybe it can fail you. And I'll be honest today, I I can fail you. I, I'm a human being. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, we've all sinned. We've we've all missed the mark and so i know today that i that i can that i can fail you and so one of the responsibilities of jesus the king is to show you and to show me the the way he can show us he can show us the way we've been singing a song in our church called waymaker and and we believe that god's a waymaker we believe that he's a miracle worker we believe he's a promise keeper that is who our king jesus he is and so i want to read a couple of passages of scripture today to help you With the way. Now it's important for you to know the way. And one of the reasons why it's important for you and I to know the way is this the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, there's a way that seems right. There's a way that that seems right, but in the end it leads to death. Let's be honest today. Like some of you guys, you've you've gone down a path and it hasn't led you where you thought it was gonna lead you because there's a way it seems right, It, it may look right, it may feel right, it may sound it may sound okay, but it's really not the way. It's going to lead you. It's going to lead you to destruction. We don't want that. We don't want that for you. Um, John is John in, in Matthew chapter three. He's having a conversation with some guys, and and he quotes Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, was speaking about John when he said this: John is a voice shouting in the wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. John came on this earth, John the baptizer, and he was preparing the way for God to come. And, and we see Jesus come, and he died on the cross for our sins last week for Easter, and, and then on, on Good Friday, and then on Saturday it was quiet, but on Sunday he rose again, and we celebrate that. And we, and we celebrate that all year long. Easter is the reason why we do all that we do, the resurrection. And so we see here that there's a way that seems right, but it can lead us to destruction. And we see the, John saying, hey guys, I'm just preparing the way for the Lord to come. And I believe that you and I, we are called to prepare the way for the Lord. We believe this as a church. We believe God is coming back again. God is gonna come back again. The Bible says that no man knows the day nor the hour, but we believe that God is coming back again. He's gonna take all of his children up to heaven with them, and we're gonna hang out with them in a perfect place. And so I wanna look at a passage of scripture in the book of John today. In John chapter 14, Jesus talks about the way. Jesus tells you and I that, that he's a way maker in John chapter 14. So I want to I look at that today. But before I get into this passage of scripture, I want to let you know today, if you're watching, you're like, man, I, I need a way. Jesus wants to be the way for you. Jesus wants to give you direction. He wants to give you guidance. The Bible tells us in John chapter 10 that God's come to give us his abundant life. The enemy comes to kill and to steal and to destroy and to bring destruction. But Jesus comes to give you and I Jesus wants to give you an eye of the way. He wants to be the GPS that never, ever lets you down. He wants to help you get through all the things that you're going through. Even in the season you're in right now, Jesus wants to make a way for you. And what I love about our Jesus, Jesus doesn't just make a way just for himself. He makes a way for you and for me. There's a lot of kings out there. They look out for themselves. But Jesus is the kind of king, Jesus is the kind of God that wants to make a way for you. And he wants to make a way for for me, right there in your living room or wherever you're watching, I'd say Jesus wants to make a way for you. John chapter 14 and verse 1, the Bible says this, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. Jesus speaking here today, and he says, Hey guys, don't let your hearts be troubled. And I know what they're thinking. Well, they're troubled. Jesus telling us, Hey, you're I know you're troubled. But don't be, don't be troubled. Have you ever been around someone and, and maybe been at a, at a baseball field and they, and, they, and they say, heads up, or balls come in. What do you do? Usually you look up, but you're not supposed to. You're supposed to protect your head. Or if you've ever been in a, in a, in a, in a maybe you've been in a car accident and, and maybe you, 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 or you see a car accident, you don't want to, you don't want to keep your eyes on that because you'll find your way of drifting that way to it. Or, or if you've ever been in an accident, it's probably because you weren't paying attention. Probably you find yourself in a position where you weren't doing what you're supposed to be doing and, and the decide. Here they find themselves in a place where they're troubled and they're saying, God, I, God, we're, we're, we're afraid, our, our hearts are troubled. But Jesus is telling them, Hey, guys, don't let your hearts be troubled. There's good news for you, and there's good news for me. The Bible says, This there is more than enough rooms in my father's home. If this were not so, I would have told you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He goes, Hey, guys, don't be troubled. But I'm going to prepare a place for you. And you might be asking yourself, where is he going? Now He's going to heaven to prepare a place for you and I. And Jesus is telling the disciples, guys, I'm not going to be here forever on this earth. I have to go to heaven and prepare these rooms for you guys. And, and he goes, when everything is ready, I'm going to come and get you. We believe that Christ is coming back again. He's going to come back and get you. The little boy that gave his life to Christ last week in our elementary service, Jesus is going to come back and get him. The, the 20-year-old girl that gave her life to Christ and maybe you gave your life to Christ last week, God's coming back to get you. He's coming back to get me and my wife and maybe your friends. If you're a son or daughter of Jesus, he's coming back to get you. He, right now, he's preparing a place and when everything is ready, he's going to come back He's gonna come back and get you. I don't know about you in here today. Maybe your mommy here, today, your daddy here today, and you're having a hard time keeping your house clean. I want to let you know today that Jesus is preparing a clean house for you. And when we get to heaven, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. The next verse tells us this. And guys, guys, you know the way. <laughs> guys, you you know where I'm going. Like, don't be troubled. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Don't be troubled. You know where I'm going. And let's, let's see what they say today. They say this in verse 5. No, we don't. You, uh, moms and dads, you're probably now sick of your kids asking you the question when you're on a road trip. Are we there yet? Hey, are we there yet? And the disciples are saying, hey, we don't know where we're going. Are we, are we there yet? Can, can, we, can we go with you? They said, we have no idea where we're going. How can we know the way? Like How, do, how are we going to know how to get to where you're at If we don't know the way, like God, we need the way. We started out our conversation today saying we need to know the way. Our phone is not the way, WebMD is not the way. Social media, the news, our politics, the government, those are not the way. Jesus tells them, hey guys, I'm the way. I I I am the way. No one can come to the Father except through me. I I love that Pastor. Let me read to you one more time. He goes, hey guys, I am the way. I, I am the truth. And no one can know the way unless they come to me. Jesus wants to show you, he wants to show me the way. In verse seven, he says this, if you had really known me, you would have known who my father is. From now on, you known him, you know him, and you've seen him. He goes, hey guys, you've seen the father because you've seen me. You know, Jesus is giving a reference right here to the Trinity. Jesus God the father, he's the son, and he's the Holy Spirit. He goes, hey guys, you've seen me, which means you've seen God. God sent his son Jesus so that we could have a picture of what God would look like. We have a God in heaven who loves us. He's, got, he's madly in love for us. Jesus wants you to know that he loves you this morning today. You, you, you've seen God. If you gave your life to Christ last week or if you've experienced the true meaning of Easter, you've seen God. You know, in this season of quarantine right now, I have seen God. God has proven himself to be faithful over and over and over Again, I want to give you three things I think will help you today about the way. Here's the first one that I think that you need to know. Jesus makes a way for us to get out of the valley. Jesus is making a way for you to get out of the valley. I want to encourage someone say, wherever you're watching, you need to get out of the valley. I need to get out of the valley. We need to get out of the valley. Jesus is going to make a way for you and I to get out of the valley. There was a song written in 1992. 1992. I know some of you are watching You weren't around in 1992. I was only 10 years old in 1992. But the song says this, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. Jesus wants to make a way for you to get out of the valley. The next part of the song says this, He will be my guide. Hold me closely to his side with love and strength. For each new day, he will make a way, he will make a way. Turn to your neighbor today and let him know he is gonna make a way. Hit the hard button on the Facebook that you're watching or your YouTube channel. Hit the share, throw your hands up in the air. Whatever you gotta do, Jesus is gonna make a way for you to get out of the valley. The valley that you're in, it's not permanent. It is temporary. You are gonna get out of the valley. Here's the second thing you gotta know. Jesus makes a way for you and I to get to the mountaintop. Jesus makes a way for you and I to get to the mountaintop. I'm so thankful for God who's gonna take you and I to the mountain. Jesus wants to take you to the mountain. There's a lot of gods out there that will only, there's a lot of gods out there They want to save the best just for them. There's a lot of kings out there who only want the best for them, but Jesus wants the best for you. Jesus wants the best for you, for me and you. He wants to make a way for you to get to the mountain. Jesus knows the way to the mountain and he wants to help you get there. I'm so thankful. I'm gonna let you know today the job is is coming, the relationships are coming, the spiritual health is coming, the physical health is coming. Jesus wants to get you to the mountain. Here's the third thing. Jesus makes a way for you and for me to get to heaven. Jesus wants to make a way for you and for me to get to heaven. Can I ask you a question today? Do you wanna get to heaven? I know I do. Jesus wants to make a way for you to get out of the valley, Jesus wants to make a way for you to get to the mountaintop and Jesus wants to make a way for you to get to heaven. Now, you know, we get here today and we find ourselves in this story and Jesus is telling you right now in the story like, hey, if you're looking for a way, the world is not gonna offer you a way that will sustain you. There's only one way that's gonna help you make it to where you wanna go and it's Jesus. Only Jesus can get you to be where you wanna be at. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life, and no man can come to the Father except for Jesus. So this morning, wherever you're watching at today, I want to give an opportunity to give your life to Christ. Man, the, the greatest thing that could happen in this season that we're in right now is for you to give your life to Christ and for you to commit your life to Christ. And the only way for you to get out of the valley is for you to give your life to Christ. The only way for you to get to the mountaintop is for you to give your life to Christ. The only way for you to experience heaven, and I want you to experience heaven one day. And I told you last week that while we live here on this earth, the house that we live on this earth, it's temporary, our permanent home It's heaven. I want to get you ready for heaven. And the only way for you to be ready for heaven is for you to give your life to Christ. And so I want to give you an opportunity right where you're at to invite Christ into your life. You know, every single week we give you an opportunity to accept Christ as your Savior. And we always say it's it's as simple as A, B, C. Letter A, you have to admit that you've done wrong. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, you've done wrong. I've done wrong. We've all done wrong. You have to admit that today. I'm, I'm the chief of sinners, Paul said. I feel, like I, some, I feel like I'm the same exact way as Paul is. I, mean, I, I do so many dumb things. I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've done things I shouldn't have done. And Jesus wants to forgive me of all those things. I have to admit that I've done wrong, though. Letter B, you have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and for my sins. You have to believe that today. You know, if I were to give you a gift today, but if you don't accept the gift, it's really not that great of a gift. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and my sin. And that he resurrected from the dead. You have to believe that today. And then let us see. you have to commit your life to Christ. You and I, we have to commit our life to Christ. you got to say that Romans chapter 10, uh, verse 9 says, if we would confess and we would commit our life to Christ, if we'd believe in our heart and we would confess with our mouth, then we can be saved. You can be saved, friend. You can be saved from all of your sins. You can, the only way for you to know the way is for you to accept the free gift of salvation. God can take all of your sins and he can wipe you white as snow. He can make your life clean, and he can, he can make you new today, and he wants to do that right where you're at. So right where you're at, I want to invite you to accept Christ as your Savior. I'm going to pray a prayer, and the prayer can't save you. The only thing that can save you is Jesus. And so if you want to ask Christ to be your Savior today, say you recognize him, I, I've done wrong, and I believe that you've done the cross for my sins, and I, I want to commit my life to Christ today. If that's you today, would you pray this prayer after me today? Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Dear Jesus, I admit that I've done wrong said things I shouldn't have said I've done things I shouldn't have done but today Jesus I believe that you died and you rose again for me I believe that I believe in the salvation that you're giving me today I believe you died and you rose again for my sins and then let her see God work Jesus I'm committing my life to you God, I'm giving you my life God would you, would you make me new God would you give me a fresh start would you change me, and God? Would you show me the way? Would you? Would you? Would you get? Would, would would the rest of my life look different? And then would you just say to this God, "Thank you for saving me. I can't wait to be in heaven with you." In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer today, we are so excited for you. If you have more questions about that prayer that you prayed to God today, you can go to our website. You can go to um, hopewintergarden.com slash know God. And there's more information about knowing who God is. Would you send us a message on Facebook or wherever it is that you're watching? Would you email us? Would you message us? We would love to celebrate that with you. We'd love to send you a Bible so you can learn and grow. And we'd love to connect you with someone in this season that can help you take the next steps and, and what it means to to know more about God and to find freedom and discover purpose and to go out and make a difference. Hey, thank you so much for watching with us today. We love you and we will see you next week. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today for Hope Church Online. It is because of your generosity that we are able to help those in need in this season. If you would like to continue giving, you can give online at hopewintergarden.com or by texting an amount to 84321. We believe the best is yet to come, and we hope you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Thanks for joining us, and have a great week.